Hi, my name is Carcia. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Hi, my name is Telly, and we're the Her Castle Girls, founders of the Bright Mindset Project. We are your mindful mavens and soulful sisters. Bright Mindset Project is a community that promotes the living your best life lifestyle through mindset, spirituality, and wellness. We believe that when the mind, body, and soul are taken care of with intention, we live the best quality life. We have the power to amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in personal and mindset development, spiritual practices, unconscious mind modalities, and yeah, some life experiences too. Cool with a bit of woo. Designer Andy Jones has been a dear friend since our fashion blogging days. We met Andy through Fashion Art Toronto, an artistic collective based in Toronto, Canada. Andy has worked with some great brands, celebrities, and shows like Canada's Got Talent. Through all the success, he experienced a lot of self-realizations that led him to look inward and simplify his life like we did. Here's the conversation between Mr. Andy Jones and the Hercastle Girls. We have Mr. Andy Jones. Y'all. He is, <laughs> yes. I had to give you a little pose. <laughs> yes. Right? And I, this is the first time I'm saying this. If you are listening to the podcast, you need to make sure that you watch the video so you can see, you have to see how, this man is how fabulous Andy looks today. This blazer is <laughs> it's giving so much life. It's giving, it's giving. It's giving. So Andy is, let's just let you know a bit about Andy and why we have him on today. Andy is a fashion designer who Amazing we one. got to know back in the day when- Back in the day. Back in the days of old. Right? The days of old. <laughs> the days of days old. Of old. Um, those good old days on those fashion Toronto streets girl. where um, we were creating purely fashion content. And we got to know Andy yes. through seeing his come up in Toronto mm -hmm. uh, through, you know, um, FAT, which is Fashion Art Toronto, mm -hmm. Fashion Week, mm -hmm. and just seeing him being profiled through different publications mm -hmm. and really being a persona within the fashion industry mm -hmm. um, in Toronto, which at the time, you know, I guess maybe six, seven years ago. Mm. Yeah, I yeah about that. Yeah, yeah, it was when I was twelve. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when we were all sixteen. Oh. Well, me at least, I was <laughs> only sixteen back then. But um, you know, between schools and school. and homework, we, all we got together. would yeah, I got get together at fashion shows it, and girl. just really enjoy art in in that form. Enjoying the art, enjoying the creativity, and just seeing how 
the creative the mind really is yes always changing the box we're always doing something where it's like oh wait i never never even thought we had like three events like in like one night sometimes like that's just how it was yes it was very you know jam-packed and this was before you know um before i started any sort of mindset practice so i had i had a serious issue with fomo I think we all did. Yeah, and we would out on anything. Yeah, we would literally, like Andy just said, three events a night, getting in, you know, in the the early weeks of the morning. Yes, (laughs) and and running off of sometimes just a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. No food. No time to eat. (laughs) Very unhealthy lifestyle that we know we do not promote on this on this channel. What yeah. inspired you? What got you here, Andy? Yeah. I think like, I will be doing this as long as I'm able to, like, God willing, mm-hmm. like, healthy, capable to do it. Um, like, I did take a hiatus for um, 2018 to 2020, right mm-hmm. before the pandemic, because I needed to do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like <clears throat> my era from, you know, 2010 to 2018 and the 10 years I was in Toronto from 2009 to 2019, right? you know, I feel like everything and a lot happened to me really fast. Like mm-hmm. it was fast. Yes. Like I had, you know, been featured in like magazines, but like only living in Toronto for like a couple months. And it was more about my personal style when I started out and like me as like more of a socialite, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Vanya with Fashion Art Toronto, she really opened her arms and really allowed mm-hmm. me to have an experimental time at FAT. And I felt like, you know, she genuinely cared, cares about, you know, her designers and you, you know, she hasn't been called like the fat family. And I don't think I would have been able to evolve without fat. Like I wouldn't, there wouldn't have been any arena for me to really express myself maybe beyond social media. Um, But I think what was important about that time was that I look at it now as like this huge, like learning era of my life. Like that's when I thought I was going to like, you know, really blow up. And I came to Toronto with a, with this expectation of I'm going to prove all my childhood bullies and inner demons wrong and various members of my family, which wasn't a very healthy mindset. And I kept that mindset for probably about eight years from the time I got there. It wasn't until 2018, 2019 that I kind of woke up out of it. And I was like, "There's not, this isn't right. You know, this type of vindictive attitude and motivation to be completely transparent with you was what was motivating me because of my own entertainments. And um, what I had to do was I had to acknowledge my motive wasn't right. I like to call it fire energy. Mm. And it's, it's almost like one of my psych- uh, psychics calls it salamander energy because mm-hmm. it's like a serpent. And it's like, if you get a big explosion at first, but then, you know, the, the decline of it is, is very ungratifying. And, you know, I had came to Toronto thinking it was going to give me all these things, right? Like I was entitled to all these things. My motives weren't correct the way they are now. I had to kind of like lose everything to really appreciate what I have. And it took my grandma to tell me that she needed help. 
wow. um, for me to come back home and recenter myself. My yeah, saboteur was I didn't set myself up for success. And I also, you know, love to spend money. So that was kind of yeah. like, I was like, $100 a yard silk? Okay, well, I'll just live off salad and ramen right. for a week, you know, because that's yeah, how it's yeah. designed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I wasn't really like looking out for myself too. But like, I would say, like, yeah, like to put it in a nutshell as much as I can, right. um, I would say I've come full circle from that. Yeah, the awareness piece, yeah. right? Which a lot of people, it takes a lot of healing um, to do that. So, speaking of, you know, that process of healing, mm-hmm. um, in your opinion, what is the greatest? obstacle that stops people from doing that inner work and going to therapy or going Mm -hmm. to a light worker Mm -hmm. um going through a healing process the comfort of the pain Mm -hmm. something they don't want there's comfort in the pain right yeah and for me the comfort in my narrative was that you know oh there's you know people that hurt me and I have to keep proving them wrong. And it was like, bitch, I ain't got to prove nobody wrong. Like, And when I realized that, like, I didn't need, you know, someone who had 100,000 followers or, you know, was a, someone big in the scene in fashion in Toronto. I didn't need their validation because yeah. quite frankly, you know, like as a side note thing, like we're, like like Carcia, Tally, like me, like we're still here after over a decade of doing this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, just still being here sends a message, right? That you right. haven't won. And think of how many people that like are still in the mindset of your question and they haven't realized that, that they're holding on to the the ego and I have this vice and I and it's like you need to let it go yeah and I yeah. still have to remind myself about that sometimes too because sometimes I'll get triggered and I have a step process of like mm. talking myself through it as right before I would internalize it right right so yes that's very true you know talking yeah. about everyone's battling their inner ego their yes. inner yes. diva that wants to come yeah. out and say yeah. I have demand and you have to kind of silence it which is not yeah. easy all the time no you and I think to. yeah yeah it's to. a matter of have to right if yeah. you want to survive you know yeah. that's a big part of it and I think you know when you spoke of you know the kind of the motivation was coming from a vindictive you know negative toxic place a lot of people out here are still doing that they're like well I'm gonna prove to my city that yeah and (laughs) it's like you know you have to look at it and you know um remember that everything is a reflection of something so you know when you look at your parents your friends your family whomever Mm -hmm. and say well I'm gonna prove you wrong it's really you saying that you aren't satisfied with yourself exactly you know you're (laughs) you're you're angry with yourself and that motivation is never going to lead to a place of peace it's always going to be chaos um so I think it's really interesting that you bring that up because I think I really hope people are listening to this yeah I people need to take notes um, with the gems that you are dropping. Take me out to church. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Girl. 
how yeah. do you heal after mm. a challenging situation yeah. because yeah, fashion is yeah. special yeah and There's then so you know many. the idea of of moving to to mm. a place that is so different yeah. than toronto you know yeah. we've been to edmonton it it's is nice. it's a lovely <laughs> it's so quiet it's nice and quiet a lot slower yes mm-hmm. uh compared I appreciate. to downtown toronto <laughs> So tell us what that healing process uh, looked like. Mm -hmm. So I grew up and I was born and raised in Alberta. So a lot of my um, advice came from being, you know, a multiracial slash queer youth. Mm -hmm. So when I came back, the motive was to just take a break from Toronto, regroup. I had no motive beyond that and be there for my family and my nanny like number one that was the number one so what I realized was when I was connecting with um, a former friend um, that you know we had I I needed I had a lot of issues like I needed that from and trauma not only from my family but from Toronto like I had to talk to someone so I actually um, sought out a therapist and um I was working with her for about a year and a half and she, you know, I took it real seriously. And just because of, you know, her health, um, physically, her physical health and, um, her life, like I had to eventually end that relationship, but she gave me a lot of tools to, um, that I practice every day. Um, and I would love to get back and find another therapist, um, when it's organically to do so. But um, what I do is when something triggers me now, I'm like, okay, what is this going to really affect me in a year, five years, eight years or whenever? And how, how serious is this? Like, you know, like, did I really want this thing that someone went and bought or is it something that I can find again? Um, you know, is that comment about me valid? Um, is there some gold in that comment? Is someone's anger about me towards me? Is it more about them and their dissatisfaction and that they're upset or jealous and that I have that they don't? So I started to walk and talk myself through these things. Now, I'm not like a shaman where like I'm naturally like this because there are some times that, you know, I take things to heart. Like, you know, I've had to clear house with a lot of people in my life and that was really hard on me because it was like I had a, a mask on uh, on them and a mask on me and mm-hmm. you know I had to teach myself that it's um it's okay to let people go and I did the same process I was like how is this person contributing to me how am I positively contributing to them what is the foundation of our relationship yeah. is it built on impressions like social media superficiality right. or is it built on if i if you call me at 3 a.m i'm gonna try and pick up the phone the way that you would do that for me if you're if i'm moving you know i'll help you move out of your apartment right. like the reciprocalness i think in relationships is very important to me if i send you a text will you respond me in to me in a timely manner or are you going to respond to me in two to three weeks you know right. like yeah. those are things that are very simple 
that I look for and that I walk through in all of my relationships and everything that I experience now. I'm like, what is the importance of this and how is it going to impact me? And what I learned through that is I'm actually a lot more introvert than I want wanted to admit. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I thought I was just like this big, you know, sassafras, Chrissy, you know, like, you know, sassy diva. (laughs) And I'm like, I am those things. But I realized I'm actually more introvert and like psychological. And um, yeah, so I think that also helps. And I got really big into astrology as well. Like I'm really into my astrology. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, no, you know what? Tony and I actually have an astrologist as well. So yeah, we get it. We got to talk after (laughs) the show. Yeah, yeah, we, um, I, through my, my mentor and uh, therapist slash coach, she introduced me to um, an astrologer, met her, introduced her to Telly, Telly was like, yeah, I like her. So yeah, she totally get why Mm -hmm. you would be into that. And I think people don't look at astrology really enough as another form of kind of a, a healing or a processing yeah and to understand um, who you really are too yeah I mean, you know i mean i'm not i don't want to say that you should blame all of your issues on the zodiac sign no, no. Totally, but totally. at the same time there's, <laughs> there are some things where you'll be like oh actually that is, that is knowing yeah close to my yeah and and knowing there, certain yeah. things knowing what planets are ruling you know, ruling what houses it actually it does can help, help. You yeah, understand yourself does. a bit more. It does. Um, yeah. Take a little bit more control it, it, of yourself and of your life. Yeah. So, like, real quick, my ascendant mm. slash rising is in Capricorn. Ah. Right? <laughs> like, come on. Right? Like, come on. My yeah. sun is in Libra. And then my, oh. moon, my moon is in Virgo. Okay. Oh. My rising is in Virgo. Like, in Vir- when I learned that virgo was Was there yeah yeah i was like this makes so much sense because i'm a leo but having a leo and a virgo situation it's very because they're so extremely opposite like i look at most virgos like you're planning a plan on how you're gonna plan virgos love to plan yeah (laughs) as in where leos are out here like every collection by the way yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's that Virgo energy. The, yeah, <laughs> and it, it's loud, right? It's it's louder than everything else, yeah, yeah. and you're battling with it. Like, please, like, I just want to do this, and it's That's like funny. you won't let me because I have to That's plan. Virgo energy controlling. Or it's like you get upset, and like you, all you want to do is go inward and like shut everybody out. <laughs> yeah, because again, a way for you to control, right? Control. If you're like, yeah, if I just yeah. keep everyone out and stay quiet, no one can say anything to me until someone comes and asks you, <laughs> "Are you okay?" and then you just explode <laughs> yeah like, don't talk to me yeah so yeah. i under i think myself and telly understand why oh, yeah it's an obsession it's an obsession it is yeah it's an obsession but i rather have virgo energy minus i'm a gemini <laughs> and then i have cancer rising <laughs> emotions and then i have scorpio as well that's actually wow. i got too much <laughs> yeah you you got a bit much i got too much you've got, got like sixteen thousand. you've got twins inside of me you've got twins you've got an overly got overly sensitive, um, sensitive emotional lady and then i have a very wild child like yeah wild teen boy yeah that's the scorpio explains a lot explains too much i know you so 
right? Explains a lot. But that's that's it though. That's a good thing. At least now when you know you, you know how to control yourself. At least to a certain amount. Right, exactly. (laughs) You are out there, you know, we we see you online. You're always serving. Yes, you give. You're serving to people in different ways. Right. Whether that be through just your knowledge and advocacy and um, fashion and just the industry of it all. So when you're giving so much, how do you fill your cup? Because yeah. I find that people get burnt out, right? And yeah. because they're constantly giving and they're not filling not their filling cup. Out. So how do you fill your cup? I think I do a lot of like self-servient things for myself. Like, you know, as much as I love to design, I love designer clothing. So like, I'll probably buy myself something nice. Mm-hmm. I actually like also love baths. Like, I know this is really silly to say this, no, but like, no. I love to take, like, I love to do what I call like love and karma and like good vibe boosting baths. So I'll put in like mm-hmm. five rose quartz in the bath and then I'll nice. grind up some like uh, dried rose petals and mm-hmm. I'll like throw them in and like, I'll I'll do very like things that are like self care. Yeah. Um, also, like I'm like I know that we're not meant to be single. I don't want anyone to think that well that hasn't worked out for me that I'm meant to be single. Mm-hmm. For me, like I think that we're meant to be with someone, but on our own time. I think That's these it. constraints yeah. of like you have to be married by 30 and blah, 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 like all these kind of archaic things they don't really serve you all of that in terms of lineage of mm-hmm, how what yeah. how you're supposed to behave at a particular age right um but what i do is a lot of things of just like being okay with where i'm at and yeah. i trust divine timing because i got out of toronto six months before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and anyone in my immediate family or like friend group at that time I was like something is coming like yeah. I've already felt the, the wheel starting to turn I was looking at the cards on the wall like like not anything with the pandemic but in my life I'm saying like I was like right. something, something's coming I could feel it it's really big and I thought I was gonna move back to Alberta actually stop designing to be honest with you and meet someone you know have a life with him have the Mm -hmm. house have the dog adopt the baby Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I thought that was just gonna be it for me and I would like you know work in a cool like clothing store and just like Mm -hmm. have my life you know yeah and the universe didn't want that for me the universe just wanted me out of um Toronto before the pandemic it helped take care of my grandmother because my grandmother is not she's mobile but she's she can't like shovel and mow and you know she's at a particular age where she needs someone and I work through things now with just being like I just trust divine timing and I just trust us my emotional process and my processing like you know I'm gonna throw on some like you know little Kim and like when I'm mad and like listen to some music you know or you know put on some Mary J yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. put on some you know and and jam out and go for a power walk and then like and really process I do a lot of um writing too um but I don't like actually write on paper I write on my and my drafts in Google. Like I write a lot nice. of poetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Very I keep cool. to myself. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. And with, you know, I love that. Oh, go That's ahead, Andy. Really no, and I was just thinking with that, like it's allowed me to process my emotions better. That's good. Yes, that's great. Um, oh, Telly and I, I talk that. a lot about finding that outlet that is Have personally to. yours. Like you don't share it on social media. No. You don't talk about it. It's just no. something that you keep to yourself for you and that you, you do. Um, whether that be, yeah, it could be writing, writing, painting, painting sewing on your own. Time. Yeah. You know, drawing. Not everything has to be shared. Right. So it's yeah, nice yeah. if you have things you yeah. keep to yourself. Yeah. You because yeah. right now we live in a world where people are like, well, if you didn't share it, it didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Look, everyone, yeah. here I am in the bathroom. That means it happens. <clears throat> no one needs to see you in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Andy, for someone that creates a lot of different types of content, how do you know when you're called to create something? Because mm-hmm. you do a lot. You're like yeah. a maverick. What's the you feeling have... that you do everything? I, I basically just respond to how I feel Mm. so for example like with my line I had to I was like very costume very conceptual very couture for like my um, era at fat from Mm -hmm. circa 2013 to 2017 18 and with that era I felt like I was expressing all of the things I couldn't do as a youth in a small town in Alberta mm-hmm. and all these ideas and sketches I had from when I was a teenager, but modernizing them when it comes to um, like my modeling, it's something like I, I, <laughs> I know she may get canceled, but <laughs> back in the day, um, <laughs> love Tyra. I think yeah. we need to believe more in compassion culture, but um, yeah. I think, um, you know, I loved, just her quirks she's still like i can just go to her instagram and she just makes me giggle like and and i mean that most endearing positive way yeah Yeah. Um, and i would say like you know sometimes like i just want to like sing a song because like my my, i'm a leo moon and mercury Mm. rules um sorry i'm I'm a a virgo moon i don't have Mm -hmm. any i don't know why i said that because we were talking about your leo yeah Um, i'm a virgo (laughs) moon so it's ruled by mercury the sign of communication music intellect all that stuff mm-hmm. so like when i was a kid i used to sing in church all the time nice. right yeah. so it's like yeah. i'll just do like a one-off like off key like sometimes off key like video of me on tiktok and the kids love it like <sighs> the kids on tiktok care more about a song that i sang than like my my my, my collection preview and it's also a way of me finding out like to know like what people want as yeah. well like this new venture um, with my line it's more about creating wearable fashion mm. and you know things that um real people who want to wear women's clothing or uh, assigned women's clothing mm. um want to look like you know and um for me you know advocacy has always just been something that came natural because my grandparents were foster parents and at the time in the 90s and into the early 2000s you could have Indigenous foster children and predominant of my grandparents foster children were Indigenous and my grandparents made a point of, you know, bringing them into our Trinidadian culture and also going to like their uh, powwows and their ceremonies like if my grandparents had a foster child who had like a family ceremony or some sort of thing with their culture that they had to attend like my grandpa 
always made a point to take them and take me like I was like a like a seven-year-old kid like going mm-hmm. to powwows and like into wow. ceremonies and like you know I was always around different cultures nice. so that's where like in my work you know starting out in Toronto like that's why I was always casting you know uh, women and um, trans women and women of color and women that identified um, as like cis women or like uh, someone who was in transition because for me it's just like it just made sense because I had right, grown yeah. up around so many different types of women like I have cousins you know who are mixed with Asian and, and, mm-hmm. and African descent I have cousins who are you know mixed with South Asian Trini and white you know like oh I yes. have I grew up around all it you know yes. so for me, like in advocacy and all that stuff that I do, it just feels natural. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, it feels just very natural to be a voice for what I believe in because, yeah. you know, no one wakes up and decides like, oh, I want to be gay. Like, I, you, I, you literally were born like this, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't decide, like they can say, well, you make, you, you're choosing, but like, I'm not going to repress myself. We, right. we can see in the culture right now yeah. what repression does to people, mm-hmm. right? Yes, that's for and, sure. exactly. And because, like, you know, I feel very, um, like, back, like, I felt very called, like, inside myself to do mm-hmm. these things. Like, it, mm-hmm. there's no other way than not to do them you know yeah. with everything going on in ukraine right now like i needed like two days to process that oh yeah you know yeah. like my you. mind automatically yeah. goes to the children you know the pregnant yeah, right. women yes. the marginalized groups in yeah. ukraine the parents the dads like everyone yeah. who's just like in a situation where they knew this was boiling over for a month you know so yeah. for me to like you know um you know reshare and like partner with like you know elton john and like his his foundation and share it like on my social media nice. it's, it's, it's like no it's like no it's just like i'll just do it you know and i love yes. elton john by the way i'm a i'm a big elton john fan now after i watched rocket man like i felt like him and i had a lot of things in common as boys yes. like little boys yeah yeah but yeah besides the point like i just think that those just are my nat they just feel natural to me to do all that yeah. And it's interesting because I was told once that I needed better models. And that's something that I'm still trying to forgive that person for. Yes. Yeah. Fashion industry. The fashion still industry is. is and that and it's still hurt animal. because I think of like someone like rejecting my Nana, you know, when she was like back in the day, hopeful of like, you know, doing whatever she wanted to do or like right. a young up and coming person that overheard that. I was like, what kind of message does that send? Like, you know, like, and it hurts because like when you see beauty in all its forms and how um, undefined beauty is, I felt, I, I started to feel bad for that person in my own forgiving and therapy. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel bad for you that you interpret beauty as a linear, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fashion for you. <laughs> yeah. And Stay I think that's, yeah. I remember, yeah. And I think that's scare why. Anybody. There are really great people in fashion. Yeah. There are. <laughs> and I, I think are. that with fashion, yeah. it's just a matter of, finding those people that have had their growth. That's it. Um, and, and deal with those people. Deal with those people. <laughs> you there know? are lots of Andy Joneses in the Yeah, and, and there are lots of, yes, exactly. kind and they, they have a better mindset. <laughs> exactly. And have the right, you know, yeah. 
the right culture set for now, you know, and they're really working at making fashion more accessible Mm -hmm. um, to everyone. Yeah. Not saying, oh, if you're not a 5'11 size one. Quadruple zero. Yeah. You are never never going to enjoy fashion to its fullest. And it's like, okay, no, no, let's, you know, open up the floor yeah. to, everyone to everyone that enjoys and loves fashion. That's it. Right. That's it. Um, so with all the wisdom that you have, and you got Andy, a lot, which you've shared so much with us today. Um, <laughs> what is the, maybe the best advice or wisdom that you've been given? It doesn't matter who wins. It matters who keeps going. Love it. That just yeah, drop a mic, that, Andy. You know, like yeah, that's that's a mic. A mic I drop, drop this, but we need it. I, so, I can't afford it. We can't afford it. The greatest story is the one that takes the most time to peak. So right? true. Yes. So true. Yes. And you are so right too about so this idea of winning or you know. The truth is, is that life is a destination. There's no destination. No. Um, I know that for us, like when we talk about mindset, we always say, you know, there is not a day where you wake up and you're like, okay, now my my mental health and spiritual well being is perfect. No. I'm at a hundred percent and I'm good. No. It's a that's why it's called a practice. You know, it that's it. It will every continue day. to go on. Yeah, go on every day. There is no winner at the end of it all. No, no one's getting a medal. No. Um, but yeah. you're right. I think that society has low key tried to feed to us the programming that you need to win to All the time. matter. Your, your, like, your, your worth yeah. is based on win. Yeah. yeah. And then who is judging the worth? A bunch of people who don't know you who are also actually trying to win and care well. about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that yeah. outside validation that we that we don't need. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I had done a show. It did not go the way I had wanted to. And it really affected my self-esteem for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it had um, really, you know, because I had just came off from this big, like, two-year high of, like, right. you know, producing some really strong collections with that and, like, you know, being that bitch, you know? Yeah. And then that was, like, a real kick in the teeth and it really um affected me which is why I took my hiatus because I was like I don't is this what I'm meant to be doing like I just got I just got you know slayed you know like and I had never been slayed before (laughs) you know like I had I had I had like a and, and to be honest like I had changed my frequency to a place where it wasn't good like I wasn't involved yeah. in anything seedy or anything, but like right. I had attracted a partner who had his own mental health issues. Mm. I had, um, was going out a lot more. Um, you know, I was just not, um, grounded the way that I am now. Yeah. And <clears throat> I had friendships that were, you know, mostly superficial as opposed to putting money into my collection. I was shopping, you know, and I was, finding my worth through the material world. And um, what it took was the pandemic to put things into perspective for me. I was like, well, if I catch COVID and I go, right, um, what are people gonna remember about me? Like, are they gonna remember the comeback queen or are they gonna remember, you know, that? So I chose to like not stop. Like Madonna's song, Don't Tell Me, I love Madonna, by the way. 
I think everyone loves Madonna. It's yeah. something that like has been on my playlist. And um, especially like her Ray of Light album, I felt like very, mm. I get her Ray of Light album at this age because yeah. when you're younger in the 90s and the 2000s, you don't get it, right? Right. And, and <laughs> you haven't lived get enough it now. life yet. Exactly. And I now get it, it hits home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Andy, it. you are a treasure. Oh, thank and you. we want to oh. thank you so much for chatting thank with you. us. I do have one more question, though. Yes. Right now for Andy. Oh, this, this is a fun question because please. you're such okay. a creative person. You get a call to work for, to be the artistic director for okay. any fashion house. Who oh, is God. Um, oh God, this is like, you just threw a kid in a candy store. I need a minute. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Right. I know we had to get going. Take this is like, there's, cause there's so many people that I love and so many houses that I love. Sorry. But I feel like the one that's kind of like the closest to my DNA hmm. is I'd have to say, oh God. You no, know, you can even pull a Karl Lagerfeld ah, if you want to for yeah, two houses. Okay, that's no, fine too. I love what Alessandra Michelle is doing at Gucci right now. Mm. But, okay, but I love my Donatella. Like, I kind of want her to be like my auntie in my mind. In my mind. What? She's, yeah. my, she's my Italian auntie. Absolutely. And then I want to have an affair with Tom Ford, but an affair that's like. Listen, he's listen, I want to have an affair. We want to have an affair with Tom Ford, too. Because Tom Ford would be like very Capricorn. And mm-hmm. then Libra would be very, like, you know, um, Versace energy mm-hmm. and then like um, Virgo yeah. with what's going on with Virgo because Virgo and its extremes be very Gucci right now right yes. so it's yeah. like That's so cool. it's kind of like yeah but I, I no, can't those are some great how like I'm I, here for it yeah I'm here for <laughs> yeah. it yeah. I love fundamentally I love a good suit and that's something oh. that I've been really working on in my collection like making oh, sure I have sure. more suiting Bright Mindset Project. How do I help? I'm a mindset and spiritual guide and an energy healer who uses unconscious mind modalities and spiritual well-being practices to help my clients experience identity breakthroughs after experiencing identity crisis. If you want to learn more, visit brightmindsetproject.com. And while you're at it, visit us on Instagram handle Bright Mindset Project. I look forward to having you join our community and I look forward to working with you. Now, let's get back to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to listen next week. We upload the podcast every Thursday. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on YouTube. Watch our videos on mindset, motivation, business, and life. And if you feel called, subscribe to our channel. We are on Instagram. Follow our handles at HerCastleGirls and at Bright Mindset Project. We would love to work with you. So check out our website, brightmindsetproject.com book a clarity call, book a one-on-one session, or ask about upcoming on-demand courses.
We appreciate you and all the love and light to you. Bye. Bye.